Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. As I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes, I've really gotten into the fall spirit, so I'm trying to give you guys reviews of books that I think make good autumn reads. But that doesn't mean I'm only going to be giving you thrillers and horror books. Instead, I want to give you a good, diverse selection of all sorts of genres, while still keeping the vibe right for October and November. Which is why, so far, I've done a review on a whodunit murder mystery with The Appeal, and I did a review on a book about the true story of a Russian spy turned double agent working for Britain's MI6, which was the last episode, The Spy and the Traitor. So for today's episode, I'm going to keep mixing things up a bit by giving you a review on a book about the famed Hollywood hotel Chateau Marmont, which is titled The Castle on Sunset, Life, Death, Love, Art, and Scandal at Hollywood's Chateau Marmont, written by Sean Levy. This book completely captures the world of old Hollywood. All the glamour, the gossip, the drama, and the mystery. There's just something about the myths and legends of old Hollywood that, for me, make this a great read leading up to Halloween. The description for the book even has a dark, ominous tone to it, which is what initially piqued my interest and led me to picking this up in the first place. And if you haven't seen the Instagram post for this book, where I always share the descriptions, or if you're just unfamiliar with the Chateau Marmont, I'll quickly summarize it for you so we're all on the same page. Originally built as an apartment house in the 1930s, the Chateau Marmont was modeled after the castles and old buildings of Europe, in an attempt to bring an air of old world class and sophistication to LA. Obviously, it stood out at the time, and not just due to the architecture of it, but also because at the time, Hollywood was kind of a ghost town. It was really just getting started and pretty much consisted of just studio lots and the Sunset Strip and that was pretty much it. So this apartment building, which was eventually turned into a hotel, has been there from the beginning and seen it all. And for those of you who are familiar with the Chateau Marmont, you probably know it as it is today, which is a luxurious and exclusive hotel that costs an arm and a leg to stay there. But that's really only been the case more recently. In the past, this hotel was actually a much cheaper and more affordable option, especially when compared to some of its contemporaries like the Beverly Hills Hotel. So in a lot of cases, it ended up being where a lot of the now Hollywood A-listers stayed before they were even famous, and thus before they even had money. But it did attract those who were famous at the time as well, because what it lacked in flashy decor and an open floor plan, it made up for indiscretion and being a real home away from home for the stars. This big, looming castle on a hill was unique and mysterious, and was filled with a staff that valued their guests' privacy above all else. And due to the fact that it was originally built as an apartment complex, the actual layout also lent itself to privacy, with long, dark corridors, an underground parking garage, and discreet stairwells that led right up to the suites and units themselves. But above all else, 
the Chateau Marmont had character. I've already mentioned the European castle aesthetic, but I really want to drive that point home because if you think about all of the other buildings and architectural styles that were in LA, it's nothing like this. This building really stood out, which was perfect for drawing in wealthy Europeans who came to visit LA, as well as all of the quirky Hollywood creative types. So it's all of these factors combined, the apartment style layout, the privacy and discretion, and the castle-like aesthetics that made the Chateau Marmont the ideal place for celebrities to rent rooms for long stretches of time. Whether it was to do some detoxing, some writing, going through a divorce, being in between houses, needing a place to blow off some steam, or just in town to shoot a film, countless actors, writers, and directors all found themselves shacked up at the Chateau Marmont at some point or another, thus culminating in a lengthy history of various shenanigans. The Chateau Marmont is filled with ghosts of the past, and if the hotel walls could talk, they'd have endless stories to tell. Luckily, we know most of them, due in part to Sean Levy's research and compiling it all into this book. In order to tackle this lengthy history, he presents the chapters in a very structured, chronological order. Each chapter tells you the time period that it covers, and it's broken up into decades. So the first chapter covers the 1930s to 40s, the second chapter is the 40s to 60s, then the 60s to 70s, 70s to 90s, and the 90s to 2019. And in each chapter, he covers both the architectural history of the building itself, like the different owners, physical changes to the structure and the interior, but also all of the stories of the infamous actors who stayed there and everything that they got up to. In my opinion, Levy did a great job of setting the tone for the novel. He really built up the mystique while also giving you all of the details. Names, dates, and facts. This book was incredibly well-researched. But the writing, in terms of the tone, was also really repetitive. I felt like he was really trying to hammer home the mysterious, dark, and eerie vibe, which kind of takes away from it for me when I feel like the author is trying to convince me of it rather than letting the story imply it. That being said, though, I also read this book in like a day or two, so it might have felt more forced to me since I read it in almost one sitting. Versus if you're a slower reader and you'll be starting and stopping this book a lot, then it does work really nicely as a way to kind of get you back into the mood and drawing you back into the story each time. In the end, I'd say it was a good book. It wasn't anything groundbreaking or earth-shattering, but it was a good, solid read and one that I would give 3 out of 5 stars. I think the ideal readers who'd enjoy this the most will be those who already have a big interest in old Hollywood. It's not one of those books that would create an interest after reading it. Like with my last review on The Spy and the Traitor, I didn't really have a particular interest in the Cold War, but I was so enthralled after reading that book that I would love to read more espionage or history books about that era. So in my opinion, this book doesn't have quite the same effect. I think it's best for those who are already interested in this topic. But for those who are, they'll really enjoy it. I also want to add that if you're a younger reader or from somewhere other than the United States, you might not get as much out of this as other readers. Because while the book does cover stories of household names who have stayed at the Chateau, like Johnny Depp and Lindsay Lohan, that's only half the book. The other half, the first half, 
covers all sorts of actors and directors from the 30s, 40s, and 50s who you might not know, and thus it might not mean anything to you or have any significance. So in general, this is probably ideal for older millennials and baby boomers. But with that said, if you're at all interested, go ahead and give it a read. Like I said before, I think there's just something about old Hollywood that goes hand in hand with Halloween, so this makes a good October read. But if this wasn't really your jam, stay tuned for the next episode because I'll be reviewing Ruman Alam's book, Leave the World Behind, a dark and suspenseful post-apocalyptic dystopian thriller, which is quite the mouthful. But until then, thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.